The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Up next on The Believer's Walk of Faith. There are places you can't get to without a miracle. You cannot get there without the help of God, without the hand of God, without the power of God, without the revelation, without the wisdom of God. You can't get past the no trespassing sign. And one of the ways you separate people from dead gods is through miracles, through signs and through wonders. Why? Because it's the only thing powerful enough Your preaching alone may not do it. You're going to have to demonstrate the kingdom. A whole nother reality. So what am I saying here? I'm saying that here he erased the trace. No trace of them being sick. The man's arm was healed, whole as the other. But he didn't tell them, now I want you to ask for their background now and, and see who they're living with and, and see who they, he didn't say that. He just said, heal them. Is this the right bunch? No, he didn't say what they had. This is what he said. He didn't say whether they had a headache or whether they had tuberculosis or whether they had a lung missing. As a matter of fact, over Matthew chapter 15, and there I think in verse 30, he talked about the fact that they were, they brought some people to Jesus. And he said, a great multitude came to him, those they having with them, those that were what? What, what, what? Lame. And what else? Dumb. And what else? Main, 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 main. Now what is maimed? Something's missing. Something's missing. And I want you to heal them. Boy, you got quiet on me there. That's that religious spirit, boy. I went just about as far as I could, didn't I? No, the maim, see. I want you to heal them. I want you to, the things that I did, John chapter 14 and verse uh, 12, that you can do also if you believe on me. Uh, You're going to do it also. Because it's not me. Verse 10 says, it's the Father in me. He's doing the work. So I'm saying this, this is interesting. He healed the maimed. No wonder the devil is mad at him. Why? Because he's, 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 he's saying, wait a minute, if you're, if you're maimed, you're, you're going to have to get a, a prosthetic limb. Jesus said, no, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. I'm going to heal you so that there's no trace. See, we're not 
just talking about this year of the miraculous that you were believing for your rent and it came in on time. No, we're talking about a new limb. We're talking about new hair. Come on, we're talking, come on. We're talking about what ran in your family don't run in your life anymore. We're talking about four-stage cancer. We're talking about the world had given up on you. See, you take, he said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. You've taken my thoughts and brought them down to where your mind could possibly say that might happen. No, we want to put it in a level that, that you will, you will say, how in the world can I be a millionaire by Tuesday? How, how in the world, boy, I'm preaching now, preaching better you saying amen, baby. I stepped off into something. I could feel it right there. All right, let's, let's look over here and let's look at Matthew, Mark's gospel chapter five. Okay. And this is a man who's out of his mind. Jesus came to the shoreline and he got there and this man is there. Now, let me, let me say something before I get there. For him, Jesus to get to this man, he was going to have to go through a no trespassing sign. Is there somebody here that I can count on? He told them over in Mark chapter four and verse 35, he said, hey, let us go over to the other side. And they took him even as he was in the ship and that was also other little ships and he got in the ship and they started out. But a storm came up. Why? Because they had hit the fence line. And at this fence line, you're not going any further without the supernatural. Come on. And that's where most of the church has stopped. Come on. How many preachers are preaching the miracles, huh? are preaching the supernatural? I'm not saying we're somebody special. I'm just saying, wait a minute. There are places you can't get to without a miracle. You cannot get there without the help of God, without the hand of God, without the power of God, without the revelation, without the wisdom of God. You can't get past the no trespassing sign. There's a sign that as you're going to your destiny that says, keep out. says, keep out, no trespassing. You trying to get them debts paid off? Keep out. I'm keeping you in debt and you can't get past this sign unless you're willing to tithe. You can't get past this sign unless you're willing to sow. Come on, you can't get past this side unless you're willing to love your neighbor. You can't get past this side. Is it the right bunch I'm talking to? 
There are places that Joseph could not rise to without loving the brothers that mistreated him. He couldn't get there without not talking about Miss Potiphar. You know, I tell you, I down, he's down in jail now and telling them people, well, you know, that heifer up there, she here messed with me and so forth. No, no, you can't do that and get past that. A storm came up. Are y'all with me? There is a place that you're going to have to walk by faith and not by sight. No trespassing. Isn't that powerful? No, you're going to have to go back and give, forgive them people. You have to let them go. Because faith works by love. So here is the situation. And this Mark chapter five, verse 15. And then they, they came to Jesus and seeing him, this man that was out of his mind, that was possessed with the devil and had what? Legion, all them demons in him, sitting and what? clothed and in his wife, right mind, and they were afraid. Isn't that powerful? Now notice, the man came to Jesus, he was naked, naked. I mean, that's, that's something right there. I suppose somebody run up to you that's naked. You be, whoa, 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 man. See, y'all be reading this, but you don't really put it. No, miracle. I'm walking downtown going, it's when we were having some meetings at the Quality Inn and, and a person, friend of mine, wanted me to come down. He was a lawyer. He had gone to our meetings, heard that I, I can speak the things and so forth and so on. And I talked about me speaking to my debts and he wanted me to come downtown to his office and speak to his debts. He worked as, at that time an attorney at LaSalle Bank and what he had, I'm walking down the street and minding my own business and there's a man over on the other side of the street LaSalle Street about noontime when everybody's out getting lunch and this man was just raising all kind of cane over there. I mean, and the people were gathering around, whoo, you know, and so forth. And God said, go over there to him. Well, I kept, I kept walking because I wasn't, I didn't come for him. I came to pray for this man for his sake. But then I looked behind me and this guy walked behind me, just kept looking at me. Just the commotion was over there. It was a lot of commotion. And he looking at me, you know, just like he heard this. And, and it kind of convicted me, you know, whoa. And I said, okay, all right. And I stepped out in the street going over, boom, something hit me on the inside. Now, this is spiritually, please. Something hit me on the inside. And if you look at Luke chapter 10, it says that the man who came from Jerusalem to Jericho was, uh, thieves came on him, robbed him, beat him, and left him half dead. Then it says 
a priest came by. Watch this. And he stayed on the other side. Then it says, come on, I'm talking about you now. Then it says a Levite came by. I'm talking about how can we sit here and let our little kids be taught stuff in books. Come on, that are taking away their innocency because we're staying on the other side, man. I don't want to be involved in that. That ain't my business. It'll be your business when they get contaminated, if they got contaminated and grew up and became people of leadership and politicians that are making bad decisions that now you hope that you would have gone over to the other side and stop that mess from going on and get this, the church is able to stop it. Glory to God. You got the anointing, you got angels, and you got the authority. Now fix it in the name of Jesus. Cut it out. There was one man called a good Samaritan. Martin Luther King said, it's not, doesn't matter to me anymore. What's going to happen to me? I'm saying at some point you got to get the right purpose for you being here. God sent you here to lift the burden of suffering off of humanity. Not to come to church every Sunday. Come to church every Sunday is just where you come to learn. You come to get your mission straight. You came to get anointing so you can mature and do the thing. But there is a purpose for your life. To loosen, destroy, dissolve, and undo the works the devil has done. And you can make it so there's no trace that the devil has been in his sister's life. So sometimes it takes a miracle to get past the no trespassing. Jesus rose up. They accused him. Don't you care that we're about to die with this storm? Jesus didn't even answer them. He said, peace. And if you look in the book of Psalms, it says, and he will have dominion from sea to sea. The things that he did, he said, I want you to do. He healed them all. In the church, there's not supposed to be all the sickness. In James, it says, it says, is anyone among you sick? He, he didn't mean, are all of y'all sick? He meant, is anybody sick? Come on, the church supposed to be full of well folks. And we're going to get that way. Yeah. He said, but anyway, so what happened to this man? Where he was naked, 
he's now clothed. Where he was crazy, he now has his right mind. Where he was rejected, Jesus said, go home to your folks. Isn't that powerful? Because he crossed over to the other side. He didn't say what's going to happen to me if I go. He said, what's going to happen to them if I don't? People want to preach. They want to do all kinds of stuff. Okay. All right. All right. We like, we thank you. Thank God for people like that. But where are the miracles? Because I got to break into the enemy's camp. That wealth he's holding is for the righteous. So when I saw that, I said, no, this is what the church needs to be about. There should be about leaving no doubt that God is who he is. And getting these people separated from dead gods. And we can do that. Now we don't follow signs. Signs what? They follow us. Now, with that, they went to the other side and that's when they met the man. And I went to the other side and that's when I met him. And as I came up on him, he saw the Jesus in me and the devil in him knew the Jesus that was in me. And when people all around saw me put my arm around him and comfort him, the whole earth is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. They want to know what manner of man is this that even the demons obey him. So they return in Luke chapter 10, if you look at it in verse 19 or so, or 17, 18, 19, said, Lord, even the devils are subject to us in thy name. Say amen to that. I'm telling you from now on, demons are going to be subject to you. You tell them exactly what to do and where to go. Problem is not the world. It's the church. Now again, the church has got to get its true identity. We, got to, we have to know who we are. When you see scriptures like 2 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse, started verse 14, he said, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And that means that you are somebody that shouldn't marry somebody that's not saved. Now, I, I might be stepping on somebody's toes right now because you, you might be dating a man. Well, you know, I'm dating him to get him saved. Okay, let somebody else get him saved. Then you date him. Because you might... Be... 
Now, see, and then what you think, well, if I don't get him, I'm getting older now and my time might have passed by. My clock might be out. No, 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 no. You use your faith. And we can get you this year. We can get you straight this year. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You use your faith and we can get, Lord have mercy. Lord, he's shouting out of our heart. I, I hear it. I hear it in my spirit. Because this is the year of the miraculous. See, if you use your faith right, God will have to make a man. Or what? Where am I going now? Where am I going? Am I going too far? <laughs> Come on now. You got to make a man. And don't just say, God, send me anything, because you do that and you'll be in the office for counsel. Don't say that. Say, these are the 10 qualities I want out of this relationship and this companionship, and this is what I want right here. Now, the enemy will try you and say, well, you're getting older now. You don't care with God. With God. With God. Possible. Man, you you just you read the book of Ruth and read read some of the scriptures that'll give you the inspiration and the faith to go for it. That's if you want that. I'm not saying you have to have that, but if you want that, say amen to this. All right, y'all got me off there. Y'all go. Somebody pull me. But notice. How God can even change your thinking. He can completely transform a person's life with a miracle. Completely transform it. You must know who you are. You must know who you are because that's the ground that's the that's a place that you have to start in miracles next you must know that if you are dominated by time you can never experience miracles from you but you've got to know that a miracle is an action that overrides the natural laws of time, space, and matter. That you can, you have to be miracle-minded and you have to know that there's a miracle that can take place in your life to fix anything quickly. Say amen to that. And that where you are now is not where God wants you to be. Meaning that when I say that, I mean, you have potential inside of you. So wherever you are now, you can go further than that. Another thing, you can't feel miracles. You just have to speak them or do them. In other words, don't look for a feeling whether this is going to work or not. You just know that if you say it, 
God's going to come in and deliver. Well, I trust that you were blessed by that teaching. Now, this is offering day on the broadcast. It's a time that we have those who are listening, uh, partners, whatever, to sow a seed into the work that we're doing. Now, here's a scripture that I want to bring to mind. It's found in 2 Kings chapter 4. This is when a woman, uh, her children were about to be taken to put in bondage or to work off a debt that apparently her family owed. They couldn't pay it. Well, you may be like that. You may have something that you want that debt canceled or you can't pay these debts or what are you going to do? Well, God is a debt canceling God. And what happened is she cried to the man of God. The man of God began to give her a series of steps that she could do to be able to get enough, accumulate enough to be able to pay off that debt. And so what happened? He said, now, what do you have in your house? She said, well, I don't have anything except a pot of oil, a little oil. Now, that was burial oil, which is very expensive. They tell me it's about worth about a year's wages. And so she had this oil. He said, okay, now take that. Go borrow some vessels. Don't borrow a few. Come in and shut the door with you and your sons and pour out. And the Bible says she did that and went back to the man of God. He said, what do I do now? He said, go sell the oil and pay your debt and live you and your children on the rest. Well, first of all, God is a God of increase. Psalm 115 and verse 14 says, the Lord shall increase you more and more, you and your children. Now, isn't it interesting how he put children in there? Because she called her kids in, then shut the door, and then watched the miracle take place. So in this offering message, I want you to know that God is a debt-canceling God. Secondly, know that miracles can take place any time, meaning that as you put that pressure on that covenant, that miracle will break loose. And the third thing, pass on faith as a legacy. Get your kids involved in the things that you're believing for and watch them grow up operating in faith just like you. Praise the Lord. Well, if you have your offering ready, praise God, just think in mind or write out a check or have your, you know, whatever you text or whatever you do, have it ready. Let, let me pray over it right now because I'm, I'm your prophet right now. <laughs> let me pray over that gift that you sow that seed. I'll pray over it right now. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that those who are sowing, I pray for a multiplied return, increase right now in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for it and call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. I want to thank you so much for your giving. We are able to do so much because people like you are sowing seed. Glory to God. This is Bill Winston saying we love you. And until next time, keep walking by faith. Blessed by today's message? Order No Trespassing in its entirety to receive the full message. This teaching is available on CD or MP3, on DVD or MP4. To order, contact us at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Grab hold of these biblical truths and apply the supernatural wisdom and revelation to cross over into the other side beyond the enemy's no trespassing sign and live a life of victory. Greetings, Pastor Winston. I watch your live services as often as I can, and at night, 
I listen again to the powerful word of God that you preach. You speak of owning our homes debt-free and owning businesses. I want to tell you that those seeds were planted into my heart and the Lord blessed me to purchase my home in Atlanta, paid in full and a vehicle. Praise God. I thank you for helping me to stretch my faith and to believe that God can do more than I can ask or imagine. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.